Hello and welcome to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer, a series featuring conversations with experts to share recent market developments, key insights and strategic inputs from around the globe. Hello, and this is Jenai, Equities Analyst at Bank Julius Baer in Singapore. Welcome to our podcast. We start the week with good news on the US debt ceiling. Now, over the weekend, President Biden and top Congressional Republican Kevin McCarthy reached a tentative deal to suspend the government's 31.4 trillion US dollar debt ceiling until January 2025. In return, a budget freeze will take effect, including a one-year cap on non-defense discretionary spending. Congress will vote on Wednesday, and if the deal is voted before the revised X date of 5th June, which is when the Treasury estimates that the government will no longer be able to pay its bills, there should be some relief for risk assets. We believe there's a good chance this will happen because since 1960, Congress has raised, extended or revised the debt limit 78 times and in each case, it acted on the debt limit before the US defaulted. Beyond the US debt ceiling, all eyes will also be on US economic data releases this week, namely the non-farm payrolls or NFP report and purchasing manager indices or PMIs because these will provide clues on how the June FOMC or Federal Open Market Committee meeting could turn out. So far, signals have been mixed. Minutes from the May FOMC meeting released last week noted that the extent to which further monetary policy tightening was appropriate had become less certain, with the Fed expecting the economy to enter a mild recession later this year. However, data from the widely followed University of Michigan sentiment survey out late last week suggested stickier-than-expected PCE, or Personal Consumption Expenditure Inflation. April headlines ticked up to 4.4% versus 4.2% in March, ahead of consensus estimates of 4.3%. Now, the US NFP have surprised positively consistently over the past many months, and we believe could likely beat again. Reflecting this view, the CME FedWatch tool currently ascribes a 64% chance to the probability of a rate hike next month. Turning to stock markets, the tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite has continued its amazing rally, posting year-to-date price returns of 24% against a paltry showing of minus 0.16% for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. The 25% outperformance of the Nasdaq against the Dow makes this the best start of the year on record for the Nasdaq, the closest being 1991, when the Nasdaq outperformed the Dow by 19.2%. Clearly, the artificial intelligence juggernaut has been a key driver for the tech sector, and this is seen in NVIDIA's share price which exploded following the company's very strong guidance of sales that was 50% higher than consensus estimates last week. The stock is now up 170% in 2023, buoyed by optimism surrounding its leading position in the market for artificial intelligence chips and surging demand for its data center products. Julius Bear Research has upgraded the stock from a hold to buy on the 26th of May, as it emerges as the pick-and-shovel play in the AI gold rush. This positive read-through from NVIDIA's earnings should also benefit players across the value chain, and these would include telecom equipment providers, because data center infrastructure is being upgraded as part of the AI boom, as well as suppliers like TSMC, for which NVIDIA is a big customer, accounting for 10% of revenue, and also niche players like Adventest, which has a dominant market share in the high-growth market for testers for NVIDIA's flagship product. 
Foreign equity flows from investors chasing AI beneficiaries such as Korea and Taiwan have driven out performance in these markets. So the cost stack is up 18% in US dollar terms this year, with the TIEX not far behind at 16.8%. The rest of Asia, meanwhile, have plenty of catching up to do. India's Sensex is up just 2.9%, while the Shanghai Composite is up a muted 1.6%. Southeast Asia and Australia have lagged and are down by minus 1-10%. to 10%. Perhaps earnings may also have something to do with this. In Asia, the earnings season is almost approaching a close, with about 85% of companies having reported results so far. And bottom-up aggregations for Q1 earnings suggest a 1.4% downgrade to consensus earnings for the whole of 2023. Earnings in Asia have been dragged down by Korea, Taiwan and Thailand, while the Philippines, Indonesia and China have seen modest earning upgrades. Notably, the China internet and tech names have generally done quite well, the latest being Pinduoduo's Q1 revenue beat. All in all, we expect this week to be a light week with the US markets closed on Monday for the Memorial Day holiday and markets in the UK, Denmark, Hungary, Norway and Switzerland also closed. Investors will probably be sitting along the sidelines in anticipation of the FOMC meeting that will be held on the 13th and 14th of June. Well, that's it from me. This is Jenai signing off for now. Thank you for listening and have a great week ahead. Goodbye. You have been listening to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you've heard, please tell us by leaving a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Subscribe to Beyond Markets on your favorite podcast player to stay up to date with our latest episodes. To learn more about Julius Baer, our people, our latest thinking, visit us at www.juliusbaer.com. We will be back with a brand new episode soon. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliusbear.com slash legal slash podcast for further important legal information.